All right. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. My name is Evan Transu, aka Detective Ev, and I will be flying solo for today's show. Now, this is our first ever live episode. I'm testing this out. I think this is pretty cool that Podbean allows us to do this. And if it goes well, We'll invite you guys next time and give you a heads up for when we're going to be doing this. But this is fun. Puts me on the spot, makes it so that I can't screw up, but I'm going to screw up. I always do, unfortunately. <laughs> so today we are on episode 101. Can you believe that? Over 100 episodes in one year. We have been buffing them out. It has been crazy. It has been fun, though. And we are so excited for 2022 and the guests that we have coming on and the things that we're going to be talking about. But in today's episode 101, we are talking about the top infection fighting supplements for this winter. And of course, we don't want to sound stereotypical with this. We are not heavy supplement pushers. We do believe that they have their place. This is a world that we live in right now, which requires supplementation to some degree. And the reason for that is because we no longer live in a world where we can get everything that we need from nature. And you say, well, Ev, what about organic food and all these great things? It's like, okay, that's fine and that's great and all. But the problem is even the most nutrient-dense food is not – of today, that is – is not being grown in very nutrient-dense soil, comparatively speaking, to 100 years ago. In fact, we know it's significantly less. And I will tell you just from personal experience that when I go to the health food store and I'm buying organic, I mean, yes, I know that there are certain standards and regulations that need to be met with organic. I also buy at a local store. I don't um, particularly like going to the major chains, and that's for various reasons. But the one that I go to locally is a family-owned brand, um, and they actually have little stickers for local. And most of their produce, most of their meat, actually the vast majority of their meat, is local, certainly uh, their eggs and poultry is as well. And so they'll actually get that from farms that are within 50 to 100 miles, which I think is great. It's a good step in the right direction. But the problem is, even with them, as great as they are, when I went to the Catskill Mountains with a group for a retreat, and this was back in 2018, I had never had the experience, because I know, and you guys might have had this. So many people believe that when you eat organic, all of a sudden it's going to taste so much better. It's going to be that much richer or whatever. That's not really the case, right? Especially if we're talking commercial conventional grow, uh, grown versus commercial organically grown. I don't really find a difference between the taste. I just know that there is different regulations. And so I'm getting myself a little less toxic if it's worth uh, to you spending the money on, right? If you're balling on a budget, not necessarily the first thing to prioritize, but certainly a great thing if you can afford it. Now, with that said, when I went to the Catskills, we went to this apple orchard. Now, the Catskills has a ton of completely untapped um, ground and soil that's never really been fully tainted by human beings. I will put my disclaimer on that to not seem ignorant. Yes, I'm fully aware that polluted rain comes in and absolutely causes a detriment to the soil and everything like that. I am aware of that. But my point is the farmland that we were on is truly farmland that in and of itself has never been directly messed with. And so we're getting these apples and it was kind of the stereotype that most people imagine, right? That organic's going to have uh, maybe a hole or two in it from, you know, bugs or whatever, and it's going to not look so pretty. And that was certainly the case with these apples. They didn't look particularly good, but they were 
fantastic in terms of the taste. We knew there was something different there. And we all ate those. We ended up getting this huge crate for the retreat. And we ate the entire crate by the end of the retreat. It was fantastic because they were that much different than normal apples. So that's my long-winded way of saying why we need some supplementation. (laughs) Because even if we're living a perfect lifestyle, well, a perfect lifestyle by today's standards is unfortunately not so perfect after all. So we have some scientifically backed supplements. We're going to buff through those today and talk about them and talk about their benefits. So first and foremost, one of my favorite ones that is not as well known is biocidin throat spray. Now, biocidin and biobotanicals in general is kind of a brand that is, I won't say super well known, but definitely more well known in the functional space. And these guys have been out for decades. They are doing it right. They are about as clinically backed as you can possibly get. And I really love what they're doing over there. But there's a particular thing that happens with biocidin throat spray that gets me super excited about it. And I'll quote this from one of their articles. Biocidin throat spray is an easy to use throat spray that contains our broad spectrum proprietary blend of 17 herbs and essential oils. A human clinical trial shows a 66% increase in SIG-A, which is secretory IgA, in only 60 minutes following use of biocidin throat spray. SIG-A is an antibody that plays a powerful role in immune health. And if I'm not mistaken, because I knew this from before, but I'm just reading it off the study to make sure I was quoting it correctly. I believe it's oral secretory IgA that they're referring to there. So not necessarily gut IgA, that would be, or secretory IgA, that'd be pretty cool, but oral secretory IgA. And so one of the interesting things that this implies, because remember, it takes about 60 minutes for that to happen. Well, and obviously none of this show is medical advice. These are just things that we're talking about for educational purposes only. Does this mean then that it would be wise to maybe load up on some biocidin throat spray 60 minutes before the family party this year or before a major shopping spree for the holidays if you're going in person or if you're at the grocery store? I think that would probably make a lot of sense. Maybe it would even make sense to, you know, redose it every couple of hours if you're at a party for an extended period of time or if you're out for an extended period of time. Because all of those things for the most part, that are going to get into you have to go through that oral microbiome first. Now, if we can increase an essential part of the oral immune system by 66%, temporarily, yes, but still nonetheless, we're going to improve it. I think that's a pretty solid supplement. So that is biocidin throat spray. If you just search for that, should be able to find it no problem. That's number one tonight. Number two is, well, actually three of these products, I'm not going to lie, is by the same company. And we're not sponsored by them or anything. Obviously, there's no affiliate links here. You guys can go buy this wherever you'd like. I just really believe in what they're doing. I think it makes a lot of sense, and I love their company. So it is Microbiome Labs, definitely a more popular one that you might have heard of. And one product that they have that we're going to start with is Megavirin. Now, Megavirin is something that is used in particular for viruses. And it has a whole host of interesting ingredients in here. I'm not going to list all of them. I mean, it's quite a bit. But they have a decent dose of zinc. They got about 30 milligrams in there. They do have NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine, and that's a precursor to glutathione. So that's pretty good in general for most people, let alone when we are sick. Uh, Huge for autoimmune patients, huge for people with a lot of toxic exposure on a daily basis, people that are working in the airline industry, people that are working on cars, uh, people that are working in salons, absolutely essential. People that are living in cities, let's be honest. Also some quercetin in there, pretty cool stuff. And that's good for 
well, a lot of things, but in this case, I would say it's probably most beneficial for the inflammatory aspects, anti-inflammatory aspects. There's also organic olive leaf in there, which is cool. So there's a lot of interesting things um, in here that are really helpful. And I will try to pronounce all these correctly. I feel like this might challenge me a little bit. But specifically, the N-acetylcysteine, curcumin, which is uh, turmeric, well, found in turmeric, I'm sorry, C-buckthorn polyphenols, Boswellia serrata, Chinese skullcap, Tinospora cordifolia, <laughs> Andrographis pinicula, Paniculata. I can't tell you how many of these words I've just studied over the years and only read and haven't ever had to actually say them. And stinging nettle root. These are only some of the ingredients in Megavirin. They have all been shown in supporting uh, balance in the immune system. And if you just search for this, you can find the science behind their ingredients and what they're using there. So that's pretty cool. So that is Megavirin for Megavirin. So, so far, we have Biocidin's throat spray and Megavirin. And then another one by Microbiome Labs is their flagship product. I believe this was one of the first things, if not the first thing they ever came out with, and that is Megaspore Biotic. So Megaspore Biotic is, as it sounds, a probiotic that is spore-based. And the reason we want to use the spore-based stuff is because that is going to help get through the things that would typically kill off a lot of the probiotics that you buy in the grocery store. Um, it's going to get through those places. So I actually, I hate to read stuff off a script per se, but I do want to just read this off their website because I think it's actually the most straightforward way to say it. So Megaspore Biotic is a probiotic blend of five bacillus spores that have been shown to maintain healthy gut barrier and immune function. The biphasic life cycle of the bacillus spores allows them to remain dormant in harsh environments until they reach more favorable environments like the human gastrointestinal tract. Once inside the large intestine, these dormant spores can change into their active vegetative forms and begin colonizing in the gut. This unique probiotic blend aims to recondition the gut instead of receding with probiotic strains that cannot survive digestion or colonize the gut. So pretty cool product. We absolutely love them here in general for helping to rebuild the gut microbiome and just get things back on track. So this is something that you'd want to be using proactively, right? You don't want to wait till you get sick before you're using this. Ideally, you'd want to work into it. And they do recommend um, dosing a little lower in the beginning just because it can produce some die-off effects, some Herxheimer effect, kind of, well, it is the same thing. Um, Herxing is just when, you know, you're kind of killing off some bad stuff. So it's powerful enough that can happen in some people. And it takes about two weeks for most individuals to get to their maintenance dose. So we want to make sure that we're using that a little bit proactively. So that is Megasporbiotic by Megro, uh, Microbiome Labs. Great for many things, not even just the immune function. Then the other one here is a combination kind of of the first two, really, really interesting, and it's called Megasidin. And Megasidin is a combination of both Megasporbiotic and Biocidin. How cool is this? So these guys teamed up and they combined the best of both worlds. And so in a convenient oral spray, throat spray really, you have the proprietary probiotic blend um, from Microbiome Labs. And then you also have the proprietary blend from Biocidin mixed into one. And so you can be walking around just doing a couple of sprays here and there to use this proactively. Um, my mom has this. I always have her have this on hand now, especially for this winter coming up with all the stuff with the world of COVID. doesn't matter if you have the vaccine or not, right? This isn't a conversation about that. It does seem like people are getting affected um, in certain circumstances. It seems like unvaccinated people get more affected uh, from certain strains. And in other ca cases, it seems like vaccinated people actually get more infected um, or more likely to be infected, excuse me, using poor language here. Um, 
even though uh, from other strains of COVID, which is pretty fascinating and really interesting. And I think we're all just doing the best that we can with this and trying to make the best decisions possible. So, you know, while we're all doing that, what we can also do then is implement things that have maybe some more time under them because COVID in and of itself doesn't have a lot of time. I mean, yes, it's a year and a half and we've put an ungodly amount of resources into it, but we still don't know all the long-term things with it. Plenty of people walking around with long uh, long haul COVID syndrome. And then at the same time, we don't know the long-term studies on the vaccine. You know, it really is a tough situation. I can totally sympathize and empathize with both sides. And so we got to make the best decisions that we can in that area, but then we can also utilize stuff that has more time tested to it. And again, the biocide and formula, I'm sure it's been refined a little bit, but that's been around for almost 30 years. Brilliant person uh, behind that company, which is really cool. So we have covered biocidin throat spray, megavirin, megasporbiotic, megasidin, and then I wanted to get to echinacea as well. So echinacea is something that you might have seen before. It's in a lot of teas. And echinacea has been shown pretty clearly to increase the number of white blood cells. So this can be great in acute settings. I have used this. This is anecdotal now, but I've used this when a cold has come on and it seems to shut it down pretty quickly, which is great. I also use some other things if I ever were to feel a cold coming on to try to shut it down. And um, there have been some studies showing a very slight benefit in preventing colds, okay? So again, very slight benefit, nothing groundbreaking here, but nonetheless, there has been some benefit shown. And it does seem to be particularly useful when a person is, um, you know, actively dealing with the common cold or another type of infection. Now, a really important disclaimer on this one is the fact that echinacea is powerful enough and boosts the immune system enough that autoimmune patients might be contraindicated with this. It actually could increase autoimmune symptoms in certain people. So again, this uh, whole episode is not medical advice. None of these episodes on the FDN Thrive or Health Detective podcast by FDN Thrive, excuse me, um, are medical advice. But this is especially one that you'd want to take to your doctor and see if it is the right thing for you. But if it is, fantastic, fabulous, and wonderful because echinacea can be really cool. And it's super cheap, simple to take. Um, and usually it's great for me because I like doing it in combination with the tea that I, I would typically uh, be drinking because it's, I, there's a brand called, well, what is the brand? Traditional Medicinals. I think that's who it's by, but they have a tea called Organic Throat Coat. I love that. As a speaker, I will use their throat coat tea even when I'm not sick. I just use the one without echinacea. So that can be good when you're sick. And then also if you can handle the echinacea, it can be great to use that one as well. So great kind of, not that that tea is a supplement per se, but a nice little bonus there. Shout out. <laughs> so I got two more for you guys. And it's a little different than you would normally hear these things. Because one is vitamin D. And you're like, oh my gosh, I've heard of vitamin D so many times. Here's the thing. And, you know, this is kind of controversial, but I would just be really careful about how you're getting the vitamin D. I understand that there probably is a time and place to be taking oral vitamin D. But many people do not know that since this is kind of a steroid as well, it has similar effects and similar issues as to what like the prednisones of the world do. Now, I am certainly not comparing vitamin D directly to prednisone, but it is conceptually similar in a certain sense in that it seems that it has this benefit of reducing inflammation, but also at the consequence of temporarily reducing the immune system, which sounds so counterintuitive when it comes to um, vitamin D. 
Now, there's a lot of little well buts of this, right? Because if you're mega dosing 10,000 IU of vitamin D a day and you're taking the K2 or with it, because you need to be taking um, vitamin K with that high level of vitamin D. And if you don't know why, it's just because you're preventing the risk of hypercalcemia. Vitamin D is going to bring more calcium into the bloodstream, which could cause hypercalcemia, too much calcium in the blood. Vitamin K is going to help bring that calcium back to where it needs to go, bones, teeth, that type of stuff. Um, interesting fact, as long as you're not supplementing, you can't get hypercalcemia, no matter how high your vitamin, blood D, uh, vitamin D levels are in the blood, if you're getting it solely from the sun. So that kind of leads to my next point, because just the fact that that's true shows you that clearly we were probably supposed to be getting this primarily from light. And so yes, vitamin D as the supplement, sure, that's great and all, but even better would be a spurty vitamin D lamp. Now, yes, this is a pretty much purely UV lamp and UV can have some detriment. So you want to keep it at a minimum. You don't need to be using it to your burning. That's a pretty insane thing. I wouldn't do that. And you want to make sure you're doing the other health stuff, right? You want to be making sure that you're taking your health seriously in other areas and making sure that your inflammation is low. And that is going to make a better outcome for using the UV light. So I do have a spurty vitamin D lamp. Um, I'm all for it, but I also stay in a very low inf uh, low state of inflammation. I'm very careful with other things of my health, and I make sure that I get plenty of sun year-round, even in the winter here. So definitely be careful with that one. If you're not sure if you're in a low inflammatory state, the lower the dose, the better. Follow the instructions that are provided with this birdie vitamin D lamp. Last but not least, speaking of inflammation, is omega-3 supplementation. And once again, it's like, is there a place for omega-3 capsules and fish oil pills and even cod liver oil? I mean, yeah. But if we can get this from fish, that's probably the best option. And so, of course, there is a very relevant reality in today's world with fish being quite toxic. And so there's things that you can do to make sure that you're properly detoxing from those things, but that's not necessarily the point of this conversation today. Um, so we're not going to necessarily go into that. But what you want to be doing, ideally, is making sure some fish is incorporated in your diet. The most bang for your buck by far is oysters. Very small fish. And yes, they, they can be uh, dirty fish in many ways, but it's hard to argue with their nutrient profile that they don't outweigh many of their... It's hard to say that the pros for them don't outweigh many of the cons given the nutrient profile. They are super high in zinc, which we know is a great immune, um, I don't want to say immune supplement because it's obviously not a supplement in oysters, but that's a great thing for the immune system. We know that's super important. Vitamin A, another one. There's a small amount of vitamin D in oysters, but their omega-3 content and DHA content is through the roof. I mean, it's one of the highest, it could be the highest actually, amongst all these fish. And I apologize if I'm incorrect with that, with it being the highest, but it's certainly up there. Salmon, also a decent one for many people. Definitely try to get that more wild. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't want to go into... Uh, too many fish recommendations because I know this becomes a controversial thing for people. But the problem is, guys, you want to read some of the science in terms of how the omega-3s are actually getting into you from the fish oil uh, pills of the world. And you might find that you're not so satisfied with how those things are actually working. I know I have found that I haven't been so satisfied with it. And so I do prefer to get it from fish again. But I also do things that allow me to 
feel as if I don't have to be as concerned with the metal aspect there. So there we have it. That is seven supplements for immune boosting this winter. And again, in order, that is Biocide and Throat Spray by a company called Biobotanicals. We have Megavirin, Megasporbiotic, and Megasidin, which are all by uh, Microbiome Labs, with the exception of that third one. It is my, by Microbiome Labs, but it's also in conjunction with Biobotanicals because they have uh, the Biocidin uh, spray that's getting put into that. Vitamin D, get that wherever you like. Just try to, if you're going to use the supplement, make sure if you're dosing that high that you're getting one with K2 in it that is super important. Omega-3s, again, be careful with that. Try to get it from fish. But if you need to use something, ideally a high-quality cod liver oil would be a better option than a fish oil pill or capsule. And I went out of order here, but number seven is echinacea. And remember, be careful with that because that can be contraindicated in people who deal with active autoimmune disease, but it can be fantastic for people who are not actively dealing with autoimmune disease or maybe people who have healed that are just looking for an extra boost to fight the common cold or other infections that are going around. So I really enjoyed this first live. I actually think I did overall okay. Not too many filler words. We'll get better next time, I'm sure. And thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Evan Transu, aka Detective Ev. And if you guys appreciate this information and no sponsorships on this show, 101 episodes and no sponsored shows, then we'd really appreciate a five-star review on the Apple Podcast section of it's not a section. I don't know why I said that. The Apple Apple Podcast platform. <laughs> Just search the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive on there. This really stinks that I can't edit out my little stuff. And I feel like I'm making more mistakes since I know I'm live. Ah, well, it is what it is. And it's live now. Can't take it back. So thanks for everyone who tuned in real quick. We actually did have a couple listeners, which is awesome, considering we didn't advertise this at all. And this is spontaneous. And we're using Podbean still, which is a relatively new platform for us. So it's not like we have an insane amount of followers here on yet. Uh, here yet. So I'm excited what will happen to, um, if we kind of announce a live thing, maybe with a few days in advance where people can come in and ask questions. I think that'd be really fun. And if you guys want to see that, visit us on the Podbean platform and you can leave a comment there and you can kind of tell me directly that you do want to see more live episodes in the future. And if you wanted to see live episodes and you leave a comment for that, hint, hint, that'd be a good idea to drop some topics there as well. All right. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again soon. Hope you're having a good holiday season and everyone's being safe out there and healthy. And I will make it through it this year, man. You know, if you made it this far, you made it through it last year, which is great. And I think that is about as crazy as it's going to get with this particular virus. So hopefully it chills out a little bit with this this year. But um, this thing's full of surprises. So the best thing that we can always do is be as healthy as possible, regardless of our decision or lifestyle choices outside of that. I think we can all agree on one thing, and that's being as healthy as possible would be very favorable. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Take care.